lot of this is just some key information in case people are asking you questions. Um, so the foundation's vision is to provide an unforgettable prom night experience centered on God's love for people with special needs, ages 14 and older. Um, it's held simultane simultaneously around the world. So every single night to shine is Friday, and it's from 6 to 9 in their times. And so that's pretty amazing. In fact, last year we had a lot of people asking, are you canceling because the weather was ridiculous last year? Um, we really don't have that option of canceling. It's either you have it or you don't. Um, we don't postpone. We can't reschedule everything. And so we have it no matter what. And you know what? They show up. So it doesn't matter. So as long as you're able to get here safely, we will take care of you. We'll have a good time. And there will be guests here. So um, here's some key information or talking points. If someone's asking you about it and you're like, I, I mean, I know I'm involved, but I really don't know what to say. It's a worldwide movement. Um, it's changing Valentine's Day weekend from a simply a celebration of love to a celebration of God's love for people with special needs. Uh, it's their unforgettable prom night experience. Um, we celebrate their value of life, and at the end of the night, all of them are kings and queens. And so that's a little different than your regular prom nights that we have where it's one king or queen. They are all crowned king and queens. Um, we provide a definitely a friendly environment. That's why all of you who have become volunteers, we go through a background check. That's required by the Tim Tebow Foundation. And this isn't a background check that's going to tell me if you had a speeding ticket or anything. It basically says, yes, you're clear to uh, work with people with special needs. And so they're mainly looking for someone that has major felony charges or someone that is a pedophile. They will not allow you to be a part of this. So it's just a yay or nay. Nobody knows anything else And um, when those come back. And so when we provide this night for them, we have the paparazzi, which I have a lot of paparazzis here. That one's my favorite. Uh, we have limousine rides. They have hair and makeup stations, shoe shine area, karaoke, dinner, dessert, caretaker's rest area. We call that the respite room. Um, they have the dance floor. I mean, everything. We also have clowns. Um, this year, we're going to actually be spraying their hair with different colors and shapes and designs, so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Uh, so this night, they all get their, their crowns like we spoke about. It's not only um, for the guests to shine, but it's also for the churches to shine and the volunteers, and most importantly, Christ to shine. The Tim Tebow Foundation likes you to have it in a church setting because if they haven't been to a church or they, don't, they aren't aware and they go, wow, this is something that made me feel good and it's in a church setting, they have a place to go. Because a lot of people say, geez, it's so huge. Why don't you have it out at the event center? Why don't you do something like that? Well, they, the Tim Tebow Foundation wants the memory for that guest to be at a church setting, knowing that that was based around God's love. And so that's why we keep it at a church setting. Uh, night to Shine is a night for churches to come together as directed in Philippians 2.2. It says, make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. And that's what we're doing ultimately, is we're all coming together to celebrate these wonderful people with special needs and have a great time and show God's love. And so thank you again for doing that. Another important thing for the Tim Tebow Foundation is that we use people first language. And so this section, we're going to talk about how we refer to them and to try and take any uncomfortableness out of the situations. So we want them to know that they're most valuable and important people in the room. 
we're going to use a first people language that aims to avoid perceived subconscious dehumanization when discussing people with disabilities. So to prevent this um, unintentionally offending someone, these are offensive terms that we will not use, and they're listed there. It talks about being handicapped, mentally different, wheelchair-bound, slow, infirmed, retarded, autistic, emotionally disturbed, unfortunate, crippled, epileptic, a patient, with quotation marks, suffers from, with quotation marks, deaf or dumb, a diseased, a case of, a case or a client, or victim of. Those are phrases we, or terms we won't use. Some phrases we would not use is, instead of saying a disabled person, you'd say a person with disabilities. Instead of saying a special needs person, you're gonna say a person with special needs. Instead of wheelchair-bound person, you're gonna say a person in a wheelchair. Instead of autistic person, you're gonna say a person with autism. So the thing to remember is to put the person first. They're not their disability. They are first and foremost a child of God and a person with feelings, emotions, just like you do. The first year that we, we did this, we, uh, it was, it was mind-blowing because we, registration took about 45 minutes from them to walk down the red carpet and get their name tag and their buddy. And thank goodness we've kind of figured a few things out to make that a little bit different. But I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, they're standing out in the cold for 45 minutes. They're going to be so upset when they come through that door. And they were not. Nobody complained. And I couldn't believe it because people like me would be like, oh my gosh, is this worth it? 45 minutes I've been standing here. This is, and they were just so excited. They, would, they couldn't believe that they walked the red carpet and they were just so excited to tell me their name and that they were here for the night. And so... Even though we think, oh, they're just like us, they really aren't. They're actually more appreciative and more thankful than we are, and they actually enjoy their time. And, and so I hope you guys will as well that evening. Um, some general tips for communications. When offering assistance to a person with disability, wait until your help is accepted, and then how, ask them how you can best assist them. Address them just as you would any other person. It's acceptable to offer a handshake during introductions, even if the other person has limited mobility in their hands or an artificial limb. Uh, do not alter your voice or speak in a simplified, childish manner. They can understand you, so it's not like you need to slow things down or exaggerate or anything like that. Uh, if an interpreter is present, speak directly to the person and not to their interpreter. Do not lean on anybody's wheelchair. Do not interact with service animals without asking first. If the person with whom you are speaking has a visual disability, make sure you identify yourself and any people who may be accompanying you. Now, there's people everywhere, so that is a little difficult. However, <laughs> we have, I believe there's three people that are actually blind that will be coming in, and they do really well. I, I can't imagine being in the mass of people that we have and being blind. I can't imagine, because there is just people everywhere. And so they get around just fine, and they do a great job. Be patient if the person with whom you are speaking has trouble understanding you. Do not get frustrated or raise your voice in an unpleasant way. Um, so those are things, tips for communicating. To handle uncomfortable situations and to prevent them. If you find yourself in an uncomfortable situation, don't be afraid to ask for help. We have several floaters that will be around here, those of you who are being a buddy. Um, and so you can always find them and get some help. 
Some signs of overstimulation include yelling, screaming, crying, extreme fidgeting, fearful looks, or aggressive behavior. If this happens, we redirect them to the quieting room located um, with the chaperone's guest, or I'm sorry, with the chaperone, or with your buddy. If you're the only one here with them, you may go with them. Our current quiet room, which there's a map on the back of your um, information you're handed, is right behind here where you see there's a glass window. It's our nursery area. That is where our quiet room is, and it stays quiet for the night. It gets them away, secludes them. To tell you the truth, I don't know that anybody's really used that area because they all are just having a great time. But if you need it, it is there for you. Uh, maintain your composure and speak kindly at all times. Never go off alone with one of the guests and make sure you make, maintain physical boundaries and don't in any way encourage a guest to view you as their boyfriend or girlfriend. So make sure that you're in one of these rooms and you shouldn't be alone because there's just so many people around, um, but never put yourself in that situation with them. Okay, so these are all things that you keep in mind as we're dealing uh, with the evening, keeping your calmness, talking to them in first-person language, and um, just maintaining your composure and helping them to have a great time. Wednesday night, February 6th, we have our setup. Um, we take care of all the decorating, everything. Everything goes up. It's just a few short hours. If you're able to be here for that, that is fantastic. We'll take the help, um, and we get everything ready. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. on uh, February 6th. The rundown of the night for Friday all begins at 5 o'clock. All volunteers, we have to have you here at 5 o'clock. We have guests that start arriving at 4.30, and they have to sit and wait. However, we have so much to go through before the guests can come down the red carpet, so you must be here at 5 o'clock. It is very important. Um, all the parking for the volunteers is going to be on the north side of this building. You'll see there's like a, an acre over there that's just grass. That's where we all park. There'll be parking instructors that will direct you to that area uh, when you pull in. And there's a door on that side that, that you'll come through. Uh, once you arrive in, you'll get your name tag, your buddy's name tag, and we'll have a short meeting of what's all going to happen, how the, the steps of the evening are going to go through. Six o'clock, the doors open, and the guests will be arriving. And they come in. Uh, we have music going. The paparazzi's out there clicking off pictures. Um, they come through the door, and it just packs out very, very quickly. Seven o'clock, well, usually 6.15. We've talked about this. We would love to get a prayer in. It doesn't always happen because it's quite chaotic. Uh, but that's what we're going to shoot for is a prayer at 6.15. Uh, Seven o'clock is when we crown the kings and queens. Everything else has to stop. If there's karaoke going on, it stops. The dance stops. Everything stops. And in every room we have a um, screen so that they can get a short message from Tim Tebow, and that's when we give them their crown. If you're a buddy, the crowns are going to be located in our welcome center, which is right out the door where it says welcome. Um, and so it's your responsibility to go get a crown and make sure at 7 o'clock you have that so when Tim Tebow says, we're going to crown you kings and queens, you give them their crown. It's very simple. Um, one crown per person. If it's female, she gets a tiara. If it's male, they have a crown. So that is all available in that area. If 
we do have some uh, guests that are coming on their own, which they have their own chaperone or maybe their staff is with them at all times. They um, obviously don't know to go get a crown, and so we have floaters that are available that will be passing out those crowns and making sure that everybody receives one. Uh, by 9 o'clock, the guests will be leaving, and they are shot. They are out of here. I cannot believe it. It is so quick. They're gone by like 9.15, and we're all like, wow, they just, they, they leave on time. They get here on time, and they leave on time. <laughs> it's wonderful. So um, after that, we all just kind of pitch in and help clean up and get everything taken down, and by about 9.30, we're done, 9.45, and out of here. So as a volunteer, please arrive at 5 p.m. or earlier if you're able to. All volunteers are expected to look their best. They come looking their best. And so we aren't going to just wear a T-shirt and jeans and um, make them feel uncomfortable. We want to celebrate them, so please wear something nice and appropriate. Um, obviously, if you're in the paparazzi, you're going to be in the cold for a little bit. So a lot of people dress warm for for paparazzi when they're out on the red carpet, then they bring clothes that they change into later if they would like. Uh, there is a safety and a security team on staff that evening in case you have any issues with your guest. Um, you might find our policemen on the dance floor because the girls like to dance with them. and <laughs> But you can always find him. He's a great guy. Uh, and if you ever need any help or anything, you can always see a floater or see me or Pastor Brad. He's usually easy to pick out because he usually has a, a tux on. Going to have a tux on this time? Okay. So Brad will be wearing the tux. Uh, next page, we have a little bit of information, a little more detailed for each individual area. Our transportation team is so amazing and fantastic. They have done a fabulous job in getting everybody to where they need to be. Um, and so at the gate arrival, they're actually asked who the guest's names are, um, if they have their name tag, because your guest actually arrives with their name tag. Now, there is a few who may not, because if they didn't receive them in the mail or if they lost it, um, there is a few of those. So, uh, But most of them will have a name tag on the outside of their coat, and uh, the transportation team communicates that to us. We send our volunteers out who have that guest. Um, they also find out who's enjoying the respite room. They give them a gift if they're just dropping off guests and uh, pretty much just direct them where to park the vehicles and they help with limo rides and maintaining um, open fire areas for emergency lanes and they dress warm. We do have heaters out there, but I don't know if they help much. Did it help much, Carl? No. <laughs> so if you are on the transportation team, dress warm. Uh, red carpet team. This is the paparazzi. So this is those of you who are ages 18 and under, make sure you dress warm. Um, at one point it was going to be 24 degrees. Now it's what? 11. So make sure you dress warm. We do have a heater out there for them as well. Uh, but basically you have to have your own device that you're taking pictures with. with this can be a phone. It could be an iPad. Whatever you have, take pictures so that you can immediately upload. Uh, we will have information as far as if you don't have your own um, Facebook, Instagram that you're posting to, um, we can give you access, or you can go to the Night to Shine events on Harvest Church homepage on Facebook, and you can upload there. The most important thing for the paparazzi is, number one, you come with energy, 
because you are going to be yelling, screaming, hollering their name. Abe kind of usually starts this off. He'll, he'll announce who's coming down the red carpet, and you guys will be hollering, taking pictures, flashes, whatever, of um, cameras, and then you can upload yourself as long as it always says hashtag Night to Shine, hashtag Tim Tebow Foundation. Those are the two things that have to happen as paparazzi with whatever pictures you're uploading. Same thing for volunteers. If you are have your buddy and you want to upload a picture of you and your buddy um, for Night to Shine, please include hashtag Night to Shine, hashtag uh, Tim Tebow Foundation. So keep that in mind. Um, it's best if you take videos um, horizontally on your phone um, for uploading purposes, so keep that in mind as well. Um, make sure you're getting really good shots of, of their night. Uh, we, we put together a video always afterwards, and we like to use a lot of those pictures and things, and just capturing their event. I mean, they love it, and they watch that video over and over and over and over and over again. So make sure you get lots of shots. After the red carpet, you come back inside. You can move throughout the area taking pictures wherever, whether it's on the dance floor, whether it's in here where we have our dinner. There's karaoke that goes on up on the stage. We have photo booths in here. Wherever you want. You guys can, paparazzi can get in pictures with them. We have a fun photo booth, which is in our preschool room area, where there's all kinds of costumes and things that you can put on. Feel free to get involved with them. Feel free to have fun with them. Dance with them. Whatever they're doing. If they're with the clowns, if they're getting tattoos, glitter tattoos, go and enjoy them with them. And so you guys have a really fun, fun job. Uh, and like I said, don't forget, all uploads must have hashtags Night to Shine and hashtag Tim Tebow Foundation. Buddy team. So the rest of, of you who are not either on transportation, um, paparazzi, or a floater will be having a buddy. Uh, there will be communication from the parking committee to the registration table. We will wait for the guest name to be called, and then you will exit out the fellowship hall door come around to the parking lot and find your, your buddy. The main thing that you want to do um, is have all your stuff together. A lot of you who have done this before, you're probably having the same buddy, so you know who you're looking for. Those of you that are new to this will have the cars tagged with a number, so you'll know, oh, okay, I'm going to car 12, and that's where my buddy is. So hopefully, they do get excited, though. They might get out of the car before <laughs> you have the number, and you get out there. So make sure that your ears are open to hear so that you can um, head out once you hear your buddy's name called in the fellowship hall. Uh, and like I said, they should have a name tag with a label name tag on them. Um, there is a few that may not, so you do have to uh, do some searching if so. Then once you uh, come in, you should also have a flower. Each, gift, each uh, guest has a either a boutonniere or a corsage, and they're all being pinned on, right? Okay. Um, and thank you to Bia and her mother-in-law, Sean. They have made all of these themselves for, like, the last three years, and they do such an amazing job. And so thank them if you see them. Uh, they have an awesome, awesome gift to do that. So you're going to take a flower, you're going to pin their flower on for them, you're going to hang up their coat. The coat room is also by the dance floor, which this is all on your map in case if you're wondering where this all is. 
and then you're going to enjoy the night. You're going to give them their name tag, and they can go wherever they want to. Sometimes they want to eat first. Sometimes they want to dance. Sometimes they want to just take a look around. I mean, they can do whatever they'd like. Your job is to follow them around. When we have, um, when you do come in for dinner, uh, we really only have placements for them, and this is about them. So please eat before you come. We did not provide food for, for the guests, for the volunteers, so they need to sit down. They need to eat. Your focus needs to be on them. Um, a lot of them, you'll get your buddy information if they need help cutting up their food or if they need some help um, with whatever the situation is. Maybe they have to, maybe you do have to feed them. Maybe you have to um, help them with their drinks or they have a food thing where they can't have plastic, they can only have metal silverware or vice versa, something like that. So you'll have that information. Make sure that your attention is on them. Please eat before you come because this is from 5 to 9, 9.30. You're going to get hungry. We aren't providing food. I'm so sorry. You can go out to eat afterwards with us if you'd like. But uh, as far as that night, the focus needs to be on your buddy. And like I said, seating is limited, so make sure that your buddy has a seat. Um, but that's not necessarily for you. It's just for them. However, people move in and out. You know, if, you're, if your person just wants to sit down and talk and eat and doesn't go and dance, you're not expected to just stand there. You can sit down with them and, and enjoy. But if there's, be sensitive to if there's a lot of people coming in that you're not just sitting there and taking up a spot that the guests could be enjoying. Uh, let's see here. Eat before you come. You all heard that, right? <laughs> so nobody's eating off someone else's plate <laughs> or doing anything like that. Uh, make sure you take the guests around to all the events. Um, like we had talked about, there's karaoke, there's dancing, there's din dinner, there's limo rides, um, the hair and makeup stations. They always like to go there after they get their crowns. They always do because the girls want glitter sprayed in their hair or curls or, or whatnot, and so make sure that you uh, get them to that. And there's also a shoe shine. Some of them get their shoes shine a couple times throughout the night in case they scuff them up on the dance floor. <laughs> so make sure you get the guys over there as well. And just take make sure you hit every single spot with them. They also get a gift bag at the end of the night, which may, that will also be in the welcome center where the crowns are. So make sure that when they leave they get a gift bag. In that gift bag is a frame, and that photo frame um, is for their prom picture, because we have formal prom pictures, and then we have a photo booth that they get pictures as well. So try to make sure that they get a formal picture so that they have a picture that goes in their frame. Um, a lot of times, you're as the buddy, you're responsible for carrying this stuff around. So you're responsible for carrying their picture around and keeping track of it, or if they had a balloon animal made, or if they, you know, anything like that, hold on to it for them so that they, that they can enjoy their evening. Now, a lot of our buddies are paired up female-female, male-male. However, we have a lot more males that actually come tonight to shine, and we have a lot more female volunteers. And so if you are paired as a female to a male, we tried to make it older women with the younger guys or even the older guys if it was going to be that way just so that it was an uncomfortable situation or possibly it could be that um, this 
guest has a few more needs, and so we may have a nurse or a nurse practitioner that's actually going to be that person's buddy um, so that they can fulfill any special needs that they may have. Most of the guests that come in, they're very high-functioning, and so you may have a guest that really doesn't have any issues. It may be just that they, like Rich's buddy, he just he lost both of his hands. And so he is totally high-functioning as far as he can talk, he can get around and everything, but he has to have some help cutting up his food because he doesn't have hands. So, you know, different things like that. So each individual has different needs that they need met, but most of them are extremely high-functioning, and it just makes the night a complete blast. Uh, so that's pretty much it for, for the buddies. There is floaters that will be floating around constantly, and in fact, we've even kind of assigned some to different areas this year because we had such a great amount of volunteers that we can actually do that. And so there'll be a few people that'll be assigned to each room, and so if you're going, hey, I'm looking for this person. My, my guest really wants to meet up with this person, and, and we can help get them located um, in the facility, or if a, a guardian is looking for their guests that they brought, um, we can find a floater and help out in those areas. Uh, the respite room is actually upstairs where the children's church room is, if any of you guys have been up there. They are enjoying massages, and they're enjoying food and entertainment. Um, they sh they'll be able to actually watch all of the karaoke up there, and they really enjoy that. And so if you are a paparazzi, please go up there, get some pictures of that, and um, talk to them. Maybe even see what they enjoy most or what, they, what they're doing. Talk to them, enjoy it, and um, just let them know that we're, we're paying attention to them too as well. Uh, so Pastor Kathy and Candace will be taking care of that area. And they also get a gift card. If they just dropped off and they aren't enjoying the respite room area, they actually get a gift card for movie tickets that night. So that's kind of fun. Also, we have teardown afterwards. And like I said, we love everybody to help. It's very simple. We can give you a job. And when we all work together, it's done very quickly. And cleanup is super quick. And so we appreciate any help that we can. We understand if you have to get on the road, if you're driving from a distance or things like that, totally understandable. But if you're able to help out, that would be amazing. So this is kind of the night in a synopsis, and I know it's a lot of information, and it seems like a lot, but it really is a fun, easy, easy night. Uh, on the back, you see the map. It kind of locates everything for you. Um, I encourage you that once we um, let go here, if you're not familiar with the building, go walk around, see the areas so that you can go, okay, this is where, where this will be and where that will be uh, so that you can take your guests around for the night. Uh, once, also, once we're finished here, those of you who are volunteers that are receiving a buddy that night, I have your information here today. And so um, what we'll do is it's arranged by your first name. So whatever alphabetically your first name starts with, that will be the person that you go see uh, to receive your buddy information before you leave, please. Um, any questions? Anything that anybody's wondering about for the evening?
Yes. Um, so this being our fourth year, we have actually had over 220 guests after this year that have been through, through the Night to Shine um, event. However, we have 30 new guests this year, 75 returning. So uh, that's where we're looking at. So yes, there is a few new ones this year. Any other questions? Jeez, you guys are all... The pros at this. Um, I believe there's one in Lincoln, there's one in Omaha, there's one in Columbus, Ord, and then us. So yeah, there's five in the state of Nebraska. Last year there was three, and now there's five. And before that it was just us. So any other questions? Okay, well, um, what we'll do is we will hand out these um, buddy assignments. As far as paparazzi, you guys are all set. Is there any paparazzi that are wondering what to do? Got questions? No? Um, so I don't have volunteer information for you guys. Your guys' this is all on your, on your sheets. This is just if you were assigned to being a buddy, which is most of you, um, that you'll get your buddy information. Um, we also have a video from last year's uh, Night to Shine that uh, we'd like to show. And if that raises any questions or anything, feel free to ask. And once that video is over, then we'll uh, be up here and you can grab your uh, buddy information. <laughs>